This is Hi, My Name Is, a podcast created by two very funny sober people. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name Is. My name is Khani and this here is... Jimmy. My name is Jimmy. Welcome. This episode is Hi, My Name Is Secrets. Secrets. And guess what? Your girl is sitting on a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally right before we started, Jimmy was like, uh, can I tell you something? I was like, yeah, now's the perfect time to tell me. Don't hold a secret right before we start a secret episode. Save it for the podcast. Yeah, but now that he told me, it's not a secret anymore, so I can tell everybody. Just kidding. Hi, my name is Secret, so we are going to divulge. We're going to let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Really in for a treat. Whoa. Yep. That was, that was the cat. She just got out of the bag. <laughs> just dropped it from the bag. <laughs> that wasn't very gentle. Nope. We're going to keep it in, though, because you know why? We're professionals. That's what we do. So, uh, first of all, yes. how the F are you? I know we want to jump right in, but we do have to do a little warm up. A how, little warm up. How are you? Tell me everything. Everything? I haven't seen you since. When did I see you? Wednesday? Mm, I don't remember. Yeah. Time is a construct. Not a tool. <laughs> oh, one of my other girlfriends just got 16 years yesterday. Sober? Yeah. You know someone else with 16 years? Does I she know. talk about it and hang it over your head all the time? She didn't even realize that it was her anniversary oh, until God, somebody I else told her. Oh, God, I hate her. <laughs> she forgot because she's she so forgot. spiritual. Well, busy? I don't know. Wow. I feel personally attacked. Well. She didn't even know? Do I know her? You do know her. Who? I can't say. Fuck. They 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 don't divulge their oh, sobriety publicly. I know, I know who it is. You mother effer. She had to be told. I want to aim to be like that. When I have <laughs> when I have twenty years, I want someone to have to call me and be like, mm, "It's been 20 I'll be like, "Oh, is it? I didn't even notice. Didn't even notice the time." Well, you look at that. Twenty is a big one. Twenty is a big one, but so is sixteen. Okay. So is twenty four hours. Today is a big deal. I woke up sober today, which is honestly, I know we think it's a joke, but like. Who thinks it's a joke? I'm just saying, like, not a joke joke, but, like, we sometimes take it for granted, right? Yep. Like, I had a pretty hectic day yesterday. You were out till all hours of the night. And I went a bit sober. And I'm going to say this because then I'm not bragging. I'm just saying it to say it. I was so tired when I got home. It was, like, after midnight. I think it was, like, 1245. And it was the night of my show, and my practice for that is to record all my numbers and everything that came in. And it was I was so tired. I was like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then I was like, no, you're going to do it today because wow. the money came in today. And so I calculated all the Venmos, all the Zells, all the cat. Can we say cash on this episode, on yeah. this podcast? Okay. Yeah. All the cash. And I, that was a joke. It's hilarious that you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say cash. cash. Say cash. Don't say personal check, but cash is welcome. Anyways. And then I put it in my Excel spreadsheet. So that may. You're um, really good about that stuff. And then I know how much tax I have to pay. In case you're listening, Uncle Sammy, we have no secrets from you. No secrets. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into our. How the F are you? Just a reminder for people, you can follow us on Instagram at hi, my name is recovery. You can, if you're listening to this and you enjoy it and you haven't clicked follow yet, we invite you to press the follow button. Hit and the follow button. Us. See what it does for your ego. See what it does for our ego. Okay. <laughs> It'll stroke it. Trust me. Oh yeah. Big time. 
Um, you can engage with us on Spotify and our polls. Yeah, Jimmy writes the b- best questions for polls and questions. You, you should get in there. You wrote one a couple of weeks ago and had a lot of engagement. It did? Yeah. Maybe yours are better than mine. All right, but I'll check it out to see the statistics. Is it true? It is true. Wow. People- do you think I would lie? On a pod- oh my God, should we do Hi, My Name is Lies? <gasps> I mean, it's kind of the same thing. As right? secrets? Yeah. Okay. I just thought mm. I had a brilliant idea and you just stepped on that real well, quick. Listen, they're not all winners, <laughs> <laughs> as we know. Um, and then finally, of course, you can send us some questions for our segment. Talk, Talk about, about it, it don't, don't drink about it. Because what we are firm believers in is talking about it and not drinking about it. We'll keep you sober. All right. So um, how was your, your week? You had a show last night. Went well. uh, my monthly unorthodox comedy show was mm-hmm. last night. It was in the East Village mm-hmm. and it was really good. I'm really proud of myself. I worked really hard. Tickets were in a really good place. Um, everybody had a really good time. So, so many moving parts when you're the producer. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I just go up and I, rec- you know, perform like every single thing happening is like in my brain and I have to like calculate and organize in this and schedule it. It's does it make you anxious? It doesn't. I just like, I woke up yesterday early. I went swimming. I worked out. I walked up 105 flights of stairs, had a delicious breakfast. My friend made me a breakfast at her house. She's like, come over for bagels and locks. And I was That's like, so sweet. Yeah. Who, was it busy in Brooklyn? No, it was my friend. I don't know if you know her. Her name is Yehudit. I do know her. Yeah. I know of her. You've heard of her. Yeah. Um, heard the rumors. <laughs> I love her so much. And then I made lunch for someone else who was in. I thought you were going to say made love. Oh, no. I made lunch for mm. someone else who was having a rough day. Someone who needed some extra comfort. In um, her I, life. Didn't, I didn't get lunch yesterday. What, where was my lunch? <laughs> you should have come over. I had people over. Not people. Just this one person. Person. And it was such a beautiful way to like ground myself before like the hecticness of it all you're being of service yeah i wasn't expecting it i just called this person to say hi and she was sad and i was like come over come on over have a schmear have a schmear i made guess what i made you know this one kosher chicken pasta with meat sauce i always say kosher chicken and it's It's never kosher chicken yeah and then i brought this big container of pasta and meat sauce to the show and um before the show like Yo, the bartender and the security team, like the security team, it's one person. Um, that security detail. Yeah. They were just like stuffing their faces and it made me so happy to like feed, feed the crew, you know? Yeah. People like food. It was such a so nice you did that day. instead of pizza? Yeah. Nice. I'm glad your show went well. You went and brought in someone's one year sober anniversary yes. last night. Yes. After the, the show. I went to the, I went to a diner at, there were about. 15 alcoholics, recovering alcoholics mm-hmm. sitting there. I got there at like 11.45 p.m. And they were, he was so happy to see me. And That's I was like, so hi, my show's over. I wanted to just give you a hug. And he spoke for a little bit. And then like someone brought out a cake with the candle and we sang him happy anniversary Aww. at 12 o'clock. Was it a cake that they served at the diner? Yeah, it was a, the biggest piece of cake I had ever seen in my entire life. Mm, it was like 15 good. layers. You know, like seven layers. layer. It yeah. was, it was, yeah, it was like a double stuff. It's like double that plus one. <laughs> it was a lot of layers. Yeah. That cake had layers. Mm. I thought that would be sexual. Anyways. So. Nope. Not even a little. It was a really, really beautiful day, but yeah. I, my body today is shot. You seem to have a lot of energy for someone who's shot, 
Shot. Shot. You have to, you know, I'm a professional. Yeah. The show must go on. What am I going to do? Show up here and be like, hey, guys. Yeah, let's. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me today. Stay sober. It's really fun. This is how I sound when I wake up the day after (laughs) an unorthodox comedy show. How the f*** are you? I'm doing well. I had a good week. Okay. Um, Tell the truth. Well, I had a good week and and a bad week. Both, Both things are true. Um, I had a little write up in the New York Times, so <gasps> oh that was God. exciting. It's huge, huge. It's and a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Well, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't like the whole article wasn't about me. But you but made it happen. I did kind of make it happen, but it was for my clients, one of whom is sober, which is lovely. Um, I like him and his wife a lot. Am I allowed to say that? I think so. Am I not allowed you to say just that? Did. We'll find out. Edit it. Um, yeah, no, it was really nice. Um, he told me that the day that it came out, his uh, daughter's teacher like read it out loud in the classroom and like put it up on the screen or something. So like it had impact in ways that like I didn't expect it to, which was pretty cool. That's really, really beautiful. Yeah. I'm sure it like made her feel connected to her dad too. You know what I mean? Like it's just proud of him too. Yeah. Yeah. Did it mention in the article that he was sober? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sirens. I love New York. There's I wonder no if we can edit that out. Probably not. Yeah. Well, we're in Brooklyn. <laughs> Case you didn't know. Yeah. There's going to be sirens from time to time. Um, so that was really nice. That was a highlight of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some tough parts of the week also. Yeah. Work stuff. It's always a ongoing Battle? situation. Battle. I mean, it's... It's complex. It's layered like that anniversary cake. It's layered. There's some really beautiful things that happen. And then there's some really, really challenging things that happen yeah. also. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had a bit of an ongoing situation that I've made mention of a little here and there on this podcast. Yeah. There was a, another layer added to it over so the past sorry. week that I've I'm just so sorry. navigated and am navigating. Yeah. yeah it's, complicated i would really like to get to the point and i said this to some of my uh management where i could just work (laughs) (laughs) and not have to be involved in like all this other bullshit yeah yeah Yeah. that's what i pray for you it's getting really old yeah it's exhausting and it's like you're not inviting it it just keeps hitting at you every day it seems well Without divulging too much, this past week there was sort of a change in the tides where I think I'm sticking up for myself more than I have been. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's kind of new and different for me. And it's sort of like uncharted territory. And this thing, it's kind of like a, a different program where when I stick up for myself, I feel guilty and I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Mm. And um, in doing so, I had like a lot of feelings and like. I thought that I was being really like aggressive and harsh, but the other people that were copied on the exchanges were like, no, not at all. Like it was exactly what it needed to be. Right. Right. Yep. So life is lifey. Life is lifey. Someone, I heard someone say, was this you? It's like, life is long. No. Was that you? (laughs) If you're lucky, it's long. Yeah. No, that wasn't me. That wasn't you? No. Life is long. It's not something I would say. No. Not always long for everybody. Yeah, I guess I guess that's accurate. Should we get into secrets? Let's get into it. Secrets tell keep me, us sick. Tell me all your secrets right now. 
Tell me your dirty little secrets. I have so many. I believe that about you. Okay. Emphasis on, on the dirty. You do? You, you think I have a lot of dirty secrets? I think that some of them are not so clean. What do you mean? I want to hear everything that you're saying right now. <laughs> say, Can you not hear me? <laughs> say more. <laughs> you think I have like sexual secrets that I keep from people? I do. Yeah. And I think it's time that you air them out are you for ser- the public. Are you ser- Hi, mom. Are you serious? No. No. You oh, don't actually. Well, everybody has secrets. I mean, but you think I have like this like hidden sex life that I don't talk about with my friends? I think you have like a dungeon that you don't want people to know about. In my apartment off the basement? Uh-huh. Left door <laughs> with the lock? Near the laundry room. <gasps> All right. So listen, let's I'm not let's get serious. I'm not here. saying you're not wrong. I love the expression our secrets keep us sick. I love another version of that, which is we're only as sick as our secrets. Well, no, mine is better. So I love it more than yours. Okay. Hmm. I got, I thought for one moment that maybe our competitive nature was done dynamic, but no, you want to keep doing it. <laughs> think again. Cool. I think that you actually said it the right way and I said it the wrong way. <laughs> which one? The, the our, What is the expression? We're only as sick as our secrets. What did I say? Our secrets keep us sick. Yeah. Oh, fine. Mine is six, better. Six to one, half a dozen. What's that expression? <laughs> We don't know any expressions today. (laughs) No holds barred. Someone corrected us and said it was B-A-R-R-E-D. Yes. Thank you for paying attention and being our English teachers. Yeah. We don't know shit. So we love a secret. Wait, what? That's not the... Addicts, alcoholics. I don't know if it's an addict thing. I think it is. Is it? Yeah. It gives us like a rush. We had to keep... We were... Living with secrets and in secrecy for so long, it like became the norm for us. I think you're right. And there's also like, I know I am. Oh, wow. Just to add on, <laughs> can I add on to your right statement? <laughs> there's an element try. to being an addict, which perpetuates secrecy. Meaning when you're in active addiction and you're trying to maintain that lifestyle, is that what you were saying? No, I'm just... You're trying to, to laugh of, for a reason. I don't of, know why. You just, you're making me laugh. Because <laughs> I'm saying big words. No, how perpetuate, your face is. <laughs> perpetuate. It's a big word, guys. I just said it. I don't know what it means, but I think it made sense with that word. Someone will tell us what it means. Yeah, somebody, can you look that up with a theosaurus? <laughs> just kidding. We need a dictionary. I know that much. Here's the thing. We, I know this is like off topic, but not off topic. We always write ourselves bullets for the, for the episode. Our bullets are the same thing. We could literally switch papers right now. How our childhood secrets affected our life. Like we brought. I my secret is how much I love having gay sex with men. Did you put that on yours? Oh, interesting. I love having gay sex with men, but I didn't put it there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, that was a joke. I just feel like I had to let her know. Uh, but if it's anybody's gay out there and wants to have gay sex with me, I'm not joking. Again, sorry, mom. This is going to be an awkward, <laughs> awkward episode. Well, that's an invitation to women also. Are <laughs> No secrets here. I'm open for it all. Okay, here we go. Our bullets are similar. And I feel like it's important to start at the beginning. Where did you learn about secrets, Jimmy? <laughs> Where did I learn about secrets? Well, I mean, I don't know. Going all the way back. My I'm mom. Just my mom. <laughs> Is a sober person. So like I grew up around the rooms of different 12 step programs 
And it, it felt like there was an undercurrent of secrecy, not in the rooms, but just sort of, I don't know, I can remember like a feeling of secrecy. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I feel like as children, we're very perceptive to that. And if there's things that are unspoken yeah, I and we don't know it. what it is, we feel it. I knew that there were things like before she got sober that like probably weren't normal. Right. Like behaviors and meaning that she did around you guys or just in general? Um, in general or just like ramifications of like heavy nights. Like, ooh, yeah, yeah it's a big word. Ramification. Somebody look it up real quick. Ramification. Ram it up. I mean, ram. Yes. Um, OK. And was there ever a point in your life where you found out what that actually what actually happened? Or you just was there because like I feel like when I was little, right. I grew up in a home full of secrets Mm -hmm. and I didn't know that that's what the vibe was. And then when I was like 15 or 16, I found out the secret that was trying to, my parents were trying to hide from me my whole life. And then all of a sudden everything was like, Oh, can you share what that secret is? You don't have to. Um, I don't know if I'm going to owe an amends if I share this secret because it's not mine to share. I have one, a big one too. Okay, if you share, I can't. I can't oh, you can't because it's somebody else's. Yeah, mine is someone else's too. Yeah. it's about. Let's a, not do that. Yeah, it belongs to somebody else. Exactly. So what? Um, so when I found out that secret that it's had a been, fighter jet outside. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're a like, lot of noise. We're today. in a war zone. We're actually <laughs> calling in from Baghdad. Is there still a war? Okay, mm-hmm. so um. I remember just that feeling of, oh, I'm not crazy. Like my whole life, I felt like there was something off. And then finding out that information, it was like, oh, that weird energy that you were picking up, that unspoken energy, like that, just, I don't know what it is. It was real. Mm. And so it validated my experience of not feeling safe because you can't feel safe when there's an underlying thing that no one's talking about fucking crazy and that's why i hate that now like when something's going on and like people are pretending it's not happening or like i can't it makes me so angry yeah and i'm like same i have zero patience or tolerance for it these days and i will literally eliminate it from my life with the quickness yes if i can yes because i'm like i'm not i'm not subscribing to this lifestyle i think gaslighting that's the thing that i'm thinking of oh interesting yeah or like a version of that yeah yeah I remember when I started drinking, like the first time I drank alone, my, my, I was at my sister's house and they, I was the only one home or maybe my sister was upstairs, but I was drinking. I poured myself vodka with Sprite. And I remember in that minute thinking, this is the, I'm like the first person to think of this because it's like white with white and no one will know. Yeah. And I knew even then as a 15 year old that I was drinking and looking to alcohol differently than my friends were. And then like that need to get it that like I had to hide how much I needed it. It wasn't a secret, but like my family knew how much I wanted to drink. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going. Well, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we went from one topic. Yeah, I'm sorry. To another. It's okay. However, we want to take this voyage together today. Can, I'm here can, for can it. Can you take the road? Can you take the steer, the, the rose? The steering wheel? <laughs> can you be God? The, the jump rope? Yeah. Um, I can be Hashem. Nope. Can't do that. Can't do that. Our listeners are not going to like that. <laughs> no. Um, no, I grew up in a house with a lot of secrets. 
um, there were things going on that, you know, just weren't talked about with the outside world yeah. or even really talked about with each other after yeah. they happen. You know, yeah. I, I grew up with a lot of physical violence in my home mm. and, you know, that's, I don't even know really like where to go from there. Yeah. That, that requires a lot of secrets. And just like keeping quiet and pretending like everything's fine. Yeah. And like this happens in our house and then we leave and we just put on this smile of like, dee, dee, dee. Mm-hmm. everything's fine. Don't, don't ask me any questions, you know? Yeah. And abusers are often almost always like super charismatic people that yep. like yep. other people are like, Oh my God, that they're so great. Such a nice person. We love them. You're so lucky to have this yeah. person. In your Is that your life. father? Wow. I wasn't identifying exactly who it was, but Oh God. <laughs> since you went there. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean your no, father. Okay. I was... People can put two and two together. Yeah. <laughs> we have a pretty smart audience. Yeah. Yeah, so that's hard. I mean, I can remember uh, one occasion where there was a neighborhood family that um, the the mom had been physically abusive with the daughter. And, like, my mom knew of it or, like, heard of it. And I think she, like, made a call to on behalf of that other no. child. Yes. Which was always really kind of funny to me. I'm like, interesting that you would do that, like, for... Another child. Wait, are you joking me right now? No, no. So I think that's like kind of how deep the river of denial ran. Wow. Yeah. Did anything ever, like, did her call? I don't know. Did anything happen to help that person who she made? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I imagine like when you make those calls, they send someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. Wow. I'm so sorry. Oof, that's hard. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Even from like... I mean, yeah, it sucks, like, for me and for my, my siblings. But from, like, a psychological standpoint, that someone could be sort of in that place to think that, like, okay, this is going on. There's something I need to do about it, but not, like, in your in own, this own home. Ha- wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. That's so heavy. I'm so sorry. I know. Ooh. Kind of wild, right? Yeah. There were other. I mean, there was a lot of secrets. I grew up. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like we should secrets. just write all our secrets down, put them in a in a little pile and we just start reading them i feel like that's the only way to go about this i thought you were gonna say burn them no i was gonna say we should just start reading them Hmm. i can remember there was once um like a something that was discussed in my house as like a proposed thing that we do as a family like i mean i've talked about i grew up in a cult yes so like obviously you know and not jewish orthodoxy like an actual I'm so sorry. It's like a born again Christian. Yes. Yes. Age. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I didn't know that this thing that was being proposed was like something that we shouldn't talk about because it was presented in a way that like was totally normal. Like, okay, this is just something we're going to do. And I told like one of my friends in the neighborhood and apparently it was alarming because their parents like reached out and like, it was kind of a thing. What was it? I don't know that I want to say oh, what it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It just wasn't, it was something that we had to keep secret. Wow. Yeah. Um, so now you're keeping it a secret still. I think, I think I am. Can you tell me after the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you guys later. Don't even worry about it. I want to be open. I want to be like honest about our life experiences and things, but at the same time, like 
there are still people that like, I don't know how much I want to say about hundred percent, hundred percent. We have our families to consider. Yeah. It's not just us. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but you can come to my one woman show and you'll hear everything. Yep. Um, but I didn't know that was a secret, you know? So like uh, even the secrets, like sometimes I didn't know they were supposed to be secrets. Right. Secrets on secrets on secrets. Wow. How big was the rug in your house? <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the broom. Oh, we swept everything under. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. I know. Wow. Wow. It's so interesting. Like I have just taken so much steps, so many steps away from my, what's that called? Your nuclear family? Yeah. Because of that aspect that just doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Because I refuse to live in a space where I'm protecting someone else's secrets. Well, there's also the thing where like when you are the person telling the truth. Yeah. And everyone else is going along with a lie. Or just covering up the truth. Or covering it's up the truth. It's not a lie. They're just like, we don't, we don't even know. No, no, well, don't because tell people anybody. want to carry on with the status quo, even yes. if life isn't great or the thing that they're covering up is really fucked up. They don't want to disrupt their lives. Yes. And they know that if they ha- if they were honest about the thing, everything would have to change. Yes. And people, that's, yes. that's true for so many people with so many things. And, you know, people don't want to disrupt the flow. I have disrupted the flow. I am a disruptor of the flow. <laughs> Good. I just, I can't afford to not be in reality. Going with the flow almost killed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. Staying quiet and like, oh yeah, you're just, a, just sit over there. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, it's not fine. No, I drank myself to death. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you, did you die? I didn't ever die. I was in comas. Yeah. I never died. Yeah. Because you probably, <laughs> I mean, we're escaping, right? Like we're just, we can't be in it. It's too painful. My um, high school English teacher commented on social media about the New York times article. And I hadn't even posted anything on Facebook about it. And she's like, Oh, I read the article. Congratulations. I thought that was really sweet. That is sweet. But what reminded me of her was that, uh, we had a poetry assignment in one of the classes. And I remember like I wrote something and she like brought me out in the hallway afterwards and was like, I just need to ask, like, is everything okay? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, is there anything you needed to tell me about? What'd you say? I was like, everything's fine. Oh no. I know. So she knew. I mean, I guess the poetry was kind of telling. Oh, poor, poor little Jimmy. I'm sorry. This was not, I wasn't expecting this episode to be so, uh. We had a lot of secrets. So we come from a lot yeah, of secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, we're supposed to be funny. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> look of secret. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> A joke. Sobriety doesn't have to be so serious. It doesn't have to be. Look, let, we're having fun. Let us divulge the things that almost killed us. <laughs> Listen, if you're in recovery, odds are you've got some of this same stuff yourself that you can relate to. And if you're not in recovery, go get a secret. <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. I mean, secrets. What's the fucking expression? Our secrets keep us sick. No. I can't We're think. only as sick as our secrets. Your secrets will kill you. Our disease, my disease, wants me to have secrets. My I know. disease wants me to feel like I'm the only one who's ever experienced or is ever going to experience this thing and keep me isolated and tell me that I'll never be okay. 
It wants me all by myself, feeling bad about myself. Yeah. And when we share our secrets, we're not alone. Yeah. I will say. Say it. I'd. What I want to say is. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking about saying is. I've thought about saying this for a while. <laughs> there was this one time where I thought about um, something happens for me like after midnight. It's like the world doesn't exist. And this is so dark, but it's like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't know. It's like, do you ever feel like that? After midnight? It's like late at night. It's like one, two, three in the morning. It's like, it's like the witching hour. It's like, I could swipe on fucking J swipe for three hours or Tinder. I don't know. It's like, this is not a secret, but it's almost like this weird thing that I do sometimes Mm. where it's like, it's the middle of the night. Everyone's sleeping. Does time even exist? Not exist, but like, does it matter? Do you know what I mean? Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Or are we editing this editing? No, we're leaving it in for sure. There were, I mean, that reminds me of like when I would get to a point where I was drunk or fucked up and I was like, nothing matters at all anymore. Like, right. But there's a part of me that's like, if somebody would watch me, what I do at like one in the morning, they'd be like, Ooh, that was an episode of sex in the city. Secret single behavior. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. Everybody has it. Oh. Mine is skinny pop and ginger beer. I eat skinny pop like out of a trough, like a horse. (laughs) A horse eating his last meal. There, I just, that's my secrets out of the bag. (laughs) Oh my God. Skinny pop is popcorn in case anybody doesn't know that. My nutritionist, when I was trying to get healthy and lose some, some weight, (laughs) told me that her sister enjoys skinny pop. She probably didn't mean the way that I eat it though. She didn't mean a Costco but family size. family size once a day. Mm, well, no. Okay. Not that much, but sometimes a lot. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think what mine is. Oh, okay. I know. Ooh, I'm going to say it. Sour say sticks. It. Okay. Our, our secret single behavior is so boring. It's kind of lame. Actually. It's like I had a sour stick, but it was after midnight. <laughs> Shut up. Don't tell anybody. Like I don't. Okay. So I feel like before I got sober. You have to have more. There has to be something else. I don't. Something you do when you're alone in your home. Sometimes I (laughs) masturbate. That's hard for me. It's not a secret. It's not a secret, but I'm saying like before I got sober, I would like, you know, maybe meet a guy in a bar and like go home and hook up with him. Like I don't behave like that anymore just because I'm not like hooking up with strangers. I'm not like going to strangers houses at two in the morning to have sex. That's not what we're talking about. That's you're, not what we're talking avoiding about. No, I don't. Your I don't have anywhere. Behavior. Yeah, I stay up so late doing Sour absolutely sex? nothing. I don't do anything weird. I don't have a vice. Give me a vice. Mm. Give me. Can someone give me one? <laughs> can I take one of yours? I'd like to put my head in a vice right now. Oh, what is that a vice code for? <laughs> no, a vice. It's like a tool. You don't okay. know. Okay. Left to Google. Let's, can someone vice. tell me what vice means? I don't have any weird secrets. Um, sometimes I don't wash the, um, <laughs> when I'm doing laundry, like I'll skip watching the, washing the comforter. I can't. <laughs> Hi, my name is boring. <laughs> All right, let's get back to our bullets because this is clearly going nowhere. Um, I mean, I kept a real big secret for a better part of my life being gay. How old were you when you told people? Well, it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a... Does your mom know? Progression. Yeah. You told her knows. that you're gay? Mm-hmm. How'd she take it? Um, it's never been amazing. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it's not like aggressive or like, 
it's they're super religious oh my god and it's always been like not How? always but it's at different points it's been like love the sinner hate the sin type of bullshit how old is your mom old enough to know better i'm sorry <laughs> she's in her 60s it's so crazy your mom's in her 60s how old is your mom i have no idea 94 77 million <laughs> methuselah <laughs> she's gonna kill us she loves us not when you call her methuselah i was she's just, i don't even know what that is I don't know either, but it sounds really old. It sounds really old. My mom is, I think, is like 71, 72, 73, 71. I think I had young-ish parents. Yeah, my mom, yeah. My mom had like five kids by the time she was like 28. My mom had her last kid at like 43. You're saying there's still time for me? Okay, okay. I don't want, it's fine. I'm fine, I'm fine. The bakery is still open for day-old bread. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if anybody wants some day old bread you can come and get it <laughs> oh this is so painful that's really mean but I accurate mean, I'm, accurate i'm, I'm, day old, I'm, day, I'm a day old baguette over here <laughs> <laughs> oh good times so good were you ever afraid to have kids because of the family that you came from that is the only reason why i don't want to have kids yeah what do you mean? I I don't want to give this to anybody. <laughs> Sorry. Do you think that, I mean, if you, I know you don't want children now, but uh-huh. if you did hypothetically have kids now, do you think that you've come far enough to break the cycle? Oh, for sure. It's not even. A, she says with confidence. I still think I could have kids. Like if I met some, it's not that I don't want kids. Oh, I thought it's, you didn't want No, them. here's what it is. Okay. It's not the driving factor in why I want a relationship. A lot of women my age would be like, oh my God, the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. I need to have kids. I need to find someone. I don't feel like that is a pressure that I have at all. Mm-hmm. If I find someone and we love each other and I feel connected enough to this person to want to have a child with them, I will want to have a child. I don't want to have a child just to have a child. Like, oh yeah, everyone's having kids. Like, I want it to be something that's like a choice that we make together that we feel like we both have the support that we need in our lives to make that happen. Having children is so important in your community. How do you, right. how do you think that you have like sort of not fa- not fallen like it's a bad thing, but how does how do you think that you've come up with the perspective that you have now? I think a lot of the healing that I'm doing. I think knowing the impact that my that we have as parents that not we it's like that our parents have on us and the family and our community it's so much. I feel like people are just having kids. Like, yeah, we have kids. I don't know. I feel like oh, kids willy need, nilly. Yeah, they need so much attention. And they I need think in s- New York City, people don't have them as willy nilly as other parts. I know, but people still, have them in their teens. I know, but like, there's still a part of me that's like, I want it to be something that's done with intention and with consideration for like what we're actually doing here. I realized I just said that, but there are a lot of people in your community that have kids super, super Not young Not in their too. teens, though. Not teens, twenties. My young. My mom had a baby at 21. My sisters all had kids at 20. Like that to me, that I'm, I'm happy that that was their path and that they felt good about it. But at 20, I was not in a place to become a mom. I'm, I'm maybe now learning how to become a mom. You know what I mean? Like I'm just a slow learner. I think that it speeds up, though, when you have to. Maybe. 
you don't have a choice. So yes. Yeah. Right. But I don't know I, that anybody's ever like, okay, now is the time I'm completely ready to be a parent. Let's do it. Okay. I mean, I feel like I'm doing a lot of work on myself right now. Right. Like I'm in a bunch of different, like situate, not situations, but like communities or whatever that like are guiding me with tools in different areas of my life that I need them to be able to see parts of myself that I wasn't able to see maybe 10 years ago, five years ago, six months ago. Right. A week ago. Yesterday. Before we started. So, this you know, it's interesting. Cause like when I go on dates and they're like, Oh, do you want kids? Like it's a, it's, I don't know. It depends. I might meet someone who we have this connection where it's like, we want to be life partners, but like, we don't want to be parents. And that, that would be okay too. I don't know. I don't know that I need to be a mother to be okay. Do you think that, partners ever fully tell the truth to each other when in general or on first dates <laughs> ever like i've heard it said like you don't ever actually really fully know somebody else well that's dark and deep really you think that i mean people are complex yeah there's some things that people go to the grave with i don't i'm not that kind of person i and to be completely honest with you i feel like with you i'm extremely I tell everything to like, you know, that I come, I sit on your couch and I just like say it all about what I'm thinking about everybody in my life. Like I don't keep things to myself. It's like I'm a therapist. Okay. I mean, you do have an hourly rate that I feel like billable hours. Bit high. <laughs> Why are you charging me $700 an hour? Hashtag billable hours to be your fucking friend. Do you mm. know what I mean? Because I know my worth. <laughs> I know my worth. <laughs> All right, let's get back to secrets. I mean, I think we're still talking about secrets. It's about telling our, our our partners who we are and sharing honestly. You know, sometimes I find myself, you know, I'll go on a date with someone who's like a little younger. And then they're like, oh, do you want kids? I'm like, probably. You know, like, <laughs> you know, you tell people what they want to hear sometimes. Uh -huh. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. No, I don't really do that. I say, I don't know. I say, I'm not in a rush, which is hilarious because I'm 42. <laughs> so I probably should be. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm not in a rush. Like your body's saying something else. Yeah. But my mom had kids at 43, 44, 48. So. 48? No, I just made that Jesus up. Jesus Christ, 65. My mom had kids like two weeks ago. So she's fine. Mazel you know? Thank you. The baby is resting. The baby is 15. <laughs> <laughs> she sleeps a lot. <laughs> Well, we have a step in our program that is designed to purge us. It's literally like it's World War II outside. No, I know. Fighter jets. I know. <laughs> Today is a very noisy day. It's almost like we're at the San Diego. Um, air know, show. Air show. Oh. <laughs> That's what it feels like today. Um, Sorry. Yeah, we do have a step that is supposed to clear us of the shame of holding on to things that we thought we would never tell anybody. Which is what, step five? It's a, you write a fourth step and then reading it is step five. Reading it to someone, typically your sponsor, but not always. Sometimes it could be your rabbi or your priest or your mother-in-law. <laughs> your parishioner. I don't Parisher. Parisher. I don't think there's an N in there at all. Hmm. In my cult there was. <laughs> really? No, I don't know. I made that up. <laughs> My parishioner. Um, no, there's no end. How how did you feel after doing your step five? Um, the first time I felt really good. I felt like, oh, now I'm like a member. I belong. I, I didn't have secrets though. Hmm. Sour sticks, we heard. Okay. <laughs> Literally, I just fell asleep talking about how boring <laughs> that story was. Um, you didn't have secrets? No. 
I was 25 years old. Like, what did I have? You can do a lot in 25 years. So this is a truthful <sighs> podcast. It is. It's just like. Our secrets uh, keep us I sick. Shared, I shared dynamics with her that I didn't think were, I didn't, they weren't a secret, but I just like, wasn't, I just knew I needed to tell her, but like everyone, I don't know. I just, they weren't healthy, but it wasn't like a secret. So some people describe after taking that step as like this amazing spiritual experience. Yeah. Did you have that? I had that. I think the second time I did my fifth step when I had more years sober. More secrets. F- yeah, because so. stop it. The first. We're going to get to the bottom of this. You want the secrets? The truth will come out. Fine. I'll tell you. I can handle the truth. Here we go. It's for actually many, Sour Patch Kids, not Sour Sticks. For many years. While I worked in the diamond district, I was taking money from work to buy my lunch. My sponsor said that was called stealing. So <laughs> was it my money? You're being honest. Thank you for sharing about that. But but when I did so my tell, first fourth tell step, the actual story because it sounds like you were stealing money out of the register. Oh, I was. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I first did my forced my fourth step i was a year sober i was still every day ordering lunch for my bosses like hey what do you guys want for lunch you want a pizza you want a salad great and then i would also order a salad Not and a they, pizza. sometimes pizza but they had never said hey honey we want to pay for your lunch every day for seven years they never <laughs> said that they never offered that yeah. rude so I was like, you know what? They have so much money. These are millionaires. You know what I mean? Like what's Diamonds. $7? What's $7? So I did that for many years. So when I first did my fourth step, my first year of sobriety, I was still doing that. It wasn't a drunk move. It was just like an entitlement move. I was like, they have money. We don't become saints just because we get sober. Sometimes I would give them, put in my money, but sometimes I wouldn't. I didn't tr- keep track of it. I wasn't in the money program. I was just like, well, their money, my money, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> so when I had three years sober, I did another fourth step with a different sponsor. And I said to her, hey, I do this thing at lunchtime where I... um I paid for my lunch with their money. And she was like, oh, did they offer to pay? And I was like, no. She's like, cool, cool, cool. You've been stealing. Mm. That's stealing. And I was not willing to tell them that I had been doing it. Yeah. It was like almost seven years at that point. It's a lot of salad. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was a secret, but I didn't know it was a secret. It was just something I was doing. And so how did you... Address Why that. are we talking about it? Just kidding. Well, I now did. we need to know the end of the oh, story. I will. It's a beautiful ending. It's a beautiful ending. Many years, anytime I went to a meeting that was about the amends step, I would be mad. I'd be <laughs> like, my sponsor thinks I need to like make amends for this. And I was like, oh, no way. I'm not going to tell them that I've been stealing. No way. No way. They're going to fire me. No way. And then when I had seven years sober, I had ended things with my relationship. And I had lost my apartment and I moved in with my grandmother. Bubby and Borough Park. Bubby and Borough Park. Exactly. And it had been two months of me living with her. And every night I get on my knees and I say, thank you for helping me stay sober, you know. And it was this one night I'm on my knees in Borough Park and this flash just comes over me, this feeling of like, oh my God, you haven't paid rent in two months. That's how much money you probably owe your bosses for the lunches for all those years. 
And this wave of willingness came over me that I was willing to tell them in that minute. I remember it was like a Monday or a Tuesday. And I called my sponsor immediately. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. And she's like, you can't do it right now. You have to write out a script. You can't just go in there and throw money in their face. Like that's not how we do it here. Because that would be about you. Yeah. I had to think about them and what I was going to say. And so she helped me with a script. It took a full week for me to practice it because I didn't read it off of a paper. I memorized it. And I remember it was a Friday morning. I was shaking, shaking because mm. there was two brothers and one of them knew that I was sober and one of them didn't. So my sponsor was like, you have to make that amend separately. One to one brother who knows you're sober and one to the other. You don't have to break your anonymity. You could just say, I've been doing some work on myself and I realized that I harmed you. I have been paying for lunches for myself with your money that you never gave me permission to do. And I guesstimated how much money it is. Should I tell you how much? Yeah. $3,200. Okay. <laughs> In salad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some pizza. In New York City, that's like five salads. Yeah. It was just not even a big deal. Thank you for breaking down the shame. <laughs> and um, I gave it back to them. Yeah. The money that I had not paid on rent for three months living with my grandmother, I gave it back to them that Monday. How did they respond? They were like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, no worries. They didn't even blink. They it's didn't so even like, blink. I had been carrying can, around that shame for years. It's funny how people can receive amends. Doesn't always go great. They didn't even. They're like, great. See, their phone's ringing. Can you go get the phone? Like literally they didn't. I had one amends where the person didn't even respond. No, they wouldn't not respond. They were just like, great. No, oh, I had one. Oh, this is about you now? Well, yeah, that was about you for seven minutes and 30 seconds. Thank you for I've sharing that. Thank never you. <laughs> loved you more. How long have you been counting? <laughs> Seven minutes and 30 seconds, you piece of shit. I was like, one, one thousand, two, <laughs> one thousand, three. <laughs> when is this story going to end? No, I have heard that story before you shared it in a meeting before. It's a real story. I never yeah. thought I was going to pay them back. Ever. Ever. I was like, it's fine. I'm never going to pay them back. Sorry, we're, we're back to you. But it was a secret that was keeping me small. Not just small, but sick. Yeah, And so the purpose of us being rigorously honest in our step work and in our lives as sober people is because it's literally the, the difference between staying sober and not staying sober. Yeah. My sponsor said that if I didn't make that amends, I would drink at some point. These amends control our lives, like not the actual amends, but the resentment or yeah. know, the situation. Yeah. Whether we know it or not. They yeah. have so much power over us. Yeah. And then this summer I was in the, in Midtown in the area and I went and visited my bosses just to say hi. Just to shoot the shit. And they were so happy to see me. I left there with a clean slate. I don't have to cross the street. If I see them, I can run up to them and say, hi, how are you? You know, the promises. That is what they're called. They come after the, the ninth step promises and the yeah. ninth step are the and that is the ninth step. But yeah. a lot of people say the promises and they don't say that they're the ninth step promises and it took mm. me a minute to put it together like oh okay these come after doing that after having doing done one through eight and then nine then they happen they don't just happen because we're sober i never heard that they're the ninth step promises. i mean i know that they're the ninth step promises but i never Wait, put they're, that they're nine nine ninth step <laughs> sorry i just need to say it again no 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 it's fine hmm. what step are they from the 10th step promise. I think there's promises for every step. Yeah. I don't know them. I only no. know that one. Yeah. Same. So. 
Any other stories you want to share? Any other secrets? Apparently I had one, which is fun. I'm glad we got there. I also slept with my cousin. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you have to say cousin? (laughs) Who should I have said? I don't know. Someone less dirty. (laughs) Less shameful. You should see my cousin. He's hot. (sighs) Do I have secrets? That's a joke, by the way. For any of my cousins listening, I have never slept with any of them. I think it's good that you clarified that. Um, I can't think of any at the Come top on, of my head. Shut up. I did think it would be good for us to like say a deep, dark secret. Give us one. I just gave I you mean, one. I mean, I think that some of the stuff that I shared earlier was like pretty big. Yeah, that was stuff. big. Yeah. Your mom should not listen to this episode. Um, I mean, I stole a lot of money from my ex when I was active we I've shared about that on previous episodes, but right. when I got sober, I paid him back $20,000. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't all money that I stole. Like he paid for legal fees for me and different right. things, right. but a lot of it was money that I did steal. Did he know that you had stolen it? Yeah. Wow. What a nice guy. <laughs> well, yes, and- but also... You know, there's like codependence going yeah, on and yeah. different, a lot of different factors. Yeah, for at play. sure. For sure. For sure. Like you're not a nice person. I know. I was making, yeah, yeah, yeah. You. I understand. I was, I was trying, I was very unwell response. I was kind of kidding, but kind of not. So I'll, I'll look into that. Hmm. We'll talk about it when you're on the couch in our next session. $700 an hour. You guys, you can have Jimmy as a friend. <laughs> Hashtag worth it. So, all right. I don't know. Is there anything else for us to talk about? Secrets? Um, one of my boobs is bigger than the other. I mean, I don't know. Is that a secret or did everybody know? Do people know? I just made that up. I'm trying to think of something to give you. I think you that's true for a lot of people. Yeah, but not for me. I'm, mine are the same size. I think it's okay for us to move on to the next segment. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk called about, talk about it. it. Don't, don't drink about it. Where you all write in with your questions for us and we take a stab at answering them. Yeah. Because we're professionals. I am a professional therapist. You can sit on, pretend you're sitting on my couch right now. Why don't you read this one out? Dear, hi, my name is. This question directed towards Jimmy and or Hani. I'm curious about your thoughts when talking about the difference between not using or drinking versus actually being sober minded, which can apply to anyone, whether they have ever used or not really the way we grow into actual sober mindedness usually through all the cringy mistakes we make as well as some pretty beautiful lessons lol what have your experiences been like in going from just abstaining from drugs and alcohol to trying to live your lives as sober minded people i think this is a great question for the topic today yeah you want to take a stab first sure great well, I mean, I think we've talked about the difference before of like abstaining from drugs and alcohol and how that's like the very first step in trying to yeah. be sober and trying to live a sober life. And when we talk about being sober or as this person said, sober minded, yeah, it's a lot more than just not, not. drinking alcohol or taking drugs. Right. Um, it's not having secrets. Yeah. It's, it's, it's working a program of recovery. Working a program of recovery, whatever that looks like for you, and applying those principles In, to our lives. Yeah. And I think the main thing about recovery is just honesty. I think yeah. that's the main core element is living an honest life. Which is hard. Yeah, of course. Of course it's hard. 
Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's trying to cut corners in some way or another, Mm -hmm. whether it's financially or, you know, just trying to get ahead or with a friend or not trying to be completely honest with what you did, you know, like whatever. not actually sober in the program. Right. Is this your way of saying you drank yesterday? No. Oh, okay. Thank God. But it happens. Yeah. No, I know. I know it does. (laughs) And I think there's a very, to me, there's a very big difference from someone who just doesn't drink or do drugs to someone who doesn't drink and do drugs and is in recovery. There's just a very big difference where it's, it's a, a way of life. Acknowledging our wrongs and trying to make them right pretty quickly when they happen. Yeah. Taking responsibility for our part in things. Correct. Learning how to apologize, being honest, just being honest, however that looks, whether it's like how much this person actually owes you, whether it's, well, you know, when you babysit and you're there for two and a half hours and they pay you for three. There's no such thing as a little white lie anymore. No. It's like, hey, I was actually only here for two and a half or whatever, however that manifests. It's like just being honest about everything. Being a person with integrity. Hey, I slept with your ex-boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like being honest. No big deal. He wanted it so bad. Do you know what I mean? Like these are things mm-hmm. you just want to be honest you about. Come clean. Yeah. Okay. You didn't need to use that specific word, but we appreciate. I told you at the top of this episode, you had some dirty little secrets. I knew they'd come out. I slept with your ex-boyfriend, Jimmy. <laughs> That's what's happening here. How sad for you. Because <laughs> you're both bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's. I'm walking with a limp. Let's okay. try to. Un- unpack this we're doing that right now we're literally doing that which can apply to anyone whether they've ever used or not really so yeah you could be like never have had a problem with drugs or alcohol and still be a very unsober person correct correct to me sober is the equivalent of honest and sober could be like an adjective also maybe it is an adjective but like it's like a sobering moment, right? I didn't handle this situation in a very sober manner. Like if I was super impulsive or reactive. Right. Um, right. That's not handling something. Correct. According to the Thank you for that. principles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of our program. Mm-hmm. 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 Cringy mistakes as well as beautiful lessons. There's, I mean, make mistakes though. Like give yourself permission and room to make mistakes because that's actually where the growth is. That's like, I wish many big mistakes for you, honey. Because oh, really, thank you. That's that's where you learn. Yeah. If everything just goes great all the time, and you're doing everything perfectly all the time, like where is the room to grow and yeah. learn? Yeah. No, I know. Literally, in my daily reading this morning, it talked about how pain is the touchstone for spiritual growth, and God, I've grown so much in this past year. <laughs> yeah, in this past twenty four hours. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I do think there is a big difference from someone who even drank a little bit and then doesn't drink anymore to someone who's in recovery and considers himself like sober. I met someone this past week who calls himself sober and I don't take ownership of or like terms that anybody uses. Right. If they say they're sober, they're sober. Um, but they have abstained from alcohol and drugs for four years, but never like with a program or anything like that. So you know, we're doing it in different ways. Right. That's still a sober person, but are they in recovery? Well, this question was like sober mindedness. But that's not sober minded. That's just abstinence to me. Yeah. To me. To me too. I'm not a doctor. So Jimmy what, is. what have our, ex- I'm a doctor of love. Um, 
my experience going from abstaining from drugs and alcohol to trying to live my life as a sober-minded person has been slow. Um, I never, I'm like an accidental sober person. I didn't mean to get sober. Right. You just fell into a coma for three months. 40, well, (laughs) kind of. (laughs) Five days in the ICU. Um, I exaggerate for comedic value. Let me have it. It wasn't my plan to get sober. Yeah. Or to live like a sober lifestyle either. Right. It just happened. If you weren't in recovery, there's a good chance we wouldn't be friends. We definitely wouldn't be. No. Yeah. I probably, I didn't really have many friends. No. I mean, no. I had people that I was friends with for a long time, but I didn't invest in those relationships very much. Um, so for me, and maybe this could give some hope to other people out there who are curious about this. I just showed up. And like it took over time. Yeah. I did very, very small actions. Sometimes actions were no action at all. Yeah. Just showing Sometimes up. it's doing nothing and being uncomfortable. Last night I showed up to a meeting and I read something when they asked me to. And that felt like showing up in such a big way for me oh. because I was feeling really disconnected and I needed that. So like that little teeny action and just showing up transforms your mind the little actually gratitude practice yeah transforms our minds the way that we look at things our neural pathways yes correct so thank you for your question thank you for your question did you want to say something else about this because we're out of time (laughs) you've gone on long enough (gasps) save it for next week you don't like it do you Save it for next week. Feels kind of rough. Hold it in. <laughs> We're out of time. And that's the time all we have for this week. Thanks for coming, guys. If you have any questions that you think we should take a stab at, please write into hi. Nope, that's not it. Please write into questions at hi, my name is recovery.com. Once that's again, questions at hi, my name is recovery.com. We would love to read your questions love on it. the airwaves. Love it. Nothing more. We would love nothing more. Please follow us, subscribe, hit the follow button, share, comment, tell your friends, tell your friends about us. Your you know, that, ones. you know, that friend that you hang out with all the time who thinks they know everything about you, but they don't know that you've been listening to this podcast. Tell them. It's time for you to stop having secrets with your friend. Tell them. Let the cat out of the bag. You can tell your frenemies. Tell everybody. Yeah. This is a good podcast. We're really proud of it. Now we're begging. Spread the we word. We should stop. We should stop. Yeah. Okay. This was good. I think we did good. That's your podcast. This is the part where you say goodbye. Thanks for coming. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.